My podcast family, welcome to another episode with Mr. Justin Aguirre, your host. This episode is titled Machu, short for Machu Picchu, as you most probably have already guessed. I am back in the magic city of Miami, and it feels good. I got in at 4 a.m. Today's March 1st. I uh, took a little four-hour uh nap till 8 a.m. and just got up and unpacked and went to rent a car because I just I just I just I think I'm missing driving guys I haven't driven in like well this uh, June will be two years I guess in three more months I haven't driven a car well I've driven a couple times but haven't had a car and I was just coming back and I was like you know what I'm gonna rent a car and I guess my days of running Corollas and Hondas are done and I was just like let's get something luxury and then the boy J.A. the podcaster himself when he gets in there you know we gonna negotiate so I got this like fire ass BMW electric 2024 like all the works um, for the price of a standard luxury car so it was a pretty sweet deal and I'm excited about it and I was just driving and I was like holy shit how do you turn this on not just because it's electric, but I was just feeling so foreign, <laughs> no pun intended, in the car. And it was just an, um, an exhilarating feeling. And if you've ever ridden an electric vehicle, they, they know how to, whew, they can, they can, they can book it. They can travel fast like your podcast host. And uh, it's just nice to be back in Miami. It really is. And it's been, whew, I want to say November 23rd was when I was last here. So what is that, like three months and a week since I've been abroad? Um, gosh, so much has happened. I don't think I've put out that many episodes, but yeah, was in Argentina for the most part. And the past two weeks, I've been in Cusco, Peru, and wasn't yesterday, but the day before yesterday, I made the trek to Machu Picchu. Um, most people, when they talk about a trek, they'll say like, I made the trek up, but it's a wide assumption that Machu Picchu is like on the top of a mountain and it is, but it's actually lower than Cusco significantly. So you actually go down the mountain to get to Machu Picchu. That's how high Cusco, Peru is. And if you're ever considering traveling there, you fly in to either Lima or direct to Cusco and then you get acclimated, right? And then you go to Cusco. Um, so I want to make this podcast episode, I wanted to make this podcast episode uh, to tell you about my experience, to hopefully push you to want to go there, um, and maybe some nuggets of truth along the way uh, through my own personal walk there. Uh, before I get into it, I uh, just want to, yeah, just say thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. It's, um, you know, I'm a little tired right now. Did some things when I got back. I'm sipping on some mate. I miss coca leaves so much. Unfortunately, I'm not able to um, bring them back into the States. But I'm going to see if there's a Peruvian homie here that has somehow smuggled them in that I can buy them off of. Because, man, oh, man. That's one thing I learned is that there's a sacredness for the Incas. Um in chewing and uh, in steaming and whatever other things you can do with the coca leaf. There's a sacredness and a holiness to it. And if you're familiar with like any forms of philosophy or tradition, there's always this 
particular food and it's usually a carb or something like that that's sacred to a people group right um, this could be like a bread or <laughs> tortilla um, the Jews called it manna mana um, the Christians have uh, obviously unleavened bread some traditions and cultures have pasta the Colombians have arepas <laughs> <laughs> and the Peruvians, we got coca leaves. So they're not exactly filled with uh, carbs, which is better, right? Because we lean out here. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, they are a symbol for keeping you filled. Because if you've ever chewed, is that a word? Fuck. Chone? No. <laughs> if you ever chewed, gosh, man, I'm so fucking tired. But I needed to get this message out. If you ever chewed coca leaves, man it gosh it really does fill you up and you'll be there i mean i don't know i've never done the tea because i'm just like pretty inca with it and i'll just put the whole like bunch of leaves in my mouth and just chew it and it gives you this sustained energy i i guess that's why cocaine comes from it but it's obviously like um yeah just an evil way of taking the leaf right it's not natural at all but in its purest in its purest essence, like that sustained energetic feeling and lack of hunger that you get from chewing the coca leaf, man, I can totally understand how the Incas would would chew this or use it for ceremony, and it, it created like a, a different energy in people. I'm sure not everyone feels the same as me. I met some other foreigners that they were just like, "Oh, that's so nasty. I didn't feel anything. My mouth went numb." I'm like, "Yeah, I love all of that." And, and I just, uh, every day, yeah, every day I would chew it. Um, and it would just keep me going, keep me working, keep me walking, traveling, altitude, all of it. So just wanted to give you a little, um, yeah, push to try the coca leaf if you ever have the chance to. Um, maybe that would be the chance that you were also in Peru and also visiting Machu Picchu, which is one of my hopes in the production of this podcast episode. Um, one more thing. I'm going to be in Miami for a week. I want to enjoy it. And um, I think I'm going to go to Mexico for like four days. Just like a short trip. Someone I want to meet over there. And then I'll be back. It is a lady. It is a lady. But that's all I'll say today, friends. Because we need to get to this episode. Um, but then, then I'll come back to Miami. And yeah, it was so surreal to see my parents. I was like, I felt like I came back from the war. I'm like, hey guys. Hey. My dog looked at me, like put its chin up, like it. It's so old, Zena. She's so old. She wanted to like run at me, but she, she fucking couldn't, bro. She just stood there. But it would have been like one of those like army veteran movies where they come running at you. And I could see in her eyes, she's like trying to get up, and she's just like, "Fuck it, you know I'm hurt, right? You know I'm old, right?" And we just had a moment, and then I went and I hugged her, and you know she gave me some love with her nose, that little wet doggy nose, and uh, you know I haven't seen my sister yet. She actually took a trip today. But it's always surreal when you see people that you haven't seen in a long time that are very close to you. And um, it just, yeah, it just kind of, it's like a, it's like this feeling of like, oh, yeah, there you are. There you are. And that's a lot like how I felt um, when I was on that mountain in Machu Picchu, guys. It was almost like I've been there before, you know. It was it was almost like I, I knew this energy, this presence. And I think I'm biased because I'm, Peruvian in a way like my, my grandparents on my dad's side are Peruvian and so there was like this there was this inner knowing of like 
I had been thinking about this place all my life. You know, my grandma has a picture of it that I would stare at as a child. And so there's that element to it. Um, but at a more, at a more soul level, I had no idea what it was like. And certainly what I was seeing had nothing to do with that picture, but it was almost like, yeah, I've been here before. Like I've traveled here in some dream or in some thought or something. So let me just, um, tell you how it happened. I, I didn't go to my last day and I was actually considering not going cause I had seen so many Inca ruins and I was just really content with my trip there and everything that was going on. But having some friends that had went there, they had messaged me and they're like, dude, are you going or not? Like, are you going? Or, and I was like, nah, they're like, bro, you better fucking go. So, you know, thank God for good friends that push you to go. Uh, and I went to the website and I just bought a ticket uh, for 7 a.m. Because the way the tickets work is like, it'll say 7 to 8 and then you got to show up in that time. And then I went to the Inca Rail, which is like the train station. And the way it works is you buy your ticket and it's a connecting uh, trip from Cusco that takes a bus to a town that connects to a train. And from that train, you go to the base of Machu Picchu, which is again down the mountain from Cusco. But then you have to go to this like hidden valley, right? Because it's, you know, they built it a specific way. And that takes a bus ride. So there's three modes of transportation to get there. When I bought the ticket, guys... The ticket said entrance like to Machu Picchu will be at 8 a.m., right? Like that when it arrives, the, the actual train. And I didn't know at the time that that was just the base and that you had to take a bus. And that bus would take you to the actual like, you know, where the classic iconic picture is and, you know, where, where all the good stuff is at the actual little town of Machu Picchu where the Incas lived. And so they told me, look, man, if you try to go, you're going to get there. At eight thirty, because I went to the to the downstairs or I went to the to the town hall to ask them if 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 my, the Machu Picchu guards would let me in, because I'm showing up at eight thirty, but my ticket's only till eight, but I have to take this little you know winding bus to get there at the end, and they're like, dude, you're you're probably not gonna get in. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, are they really gonna reject me? <laughs> like, they, are they really that strict? They're like, yeah, like this is a serious like. You know, people travel from all over the world. You're not going to just show up late. And I'm like trying to change the flight. So I spent the whole day before like trying to like see if there's anything they could do. And they couldn't move it at all. My times. And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go. And if I don't get in because I'm 30 minutes late, then it's just not meant to be. Because I'm not going to sit here and buy a whole nother $200 ticket and all this shit and try to rearrange these train track times and you know, I was just like, fuck it. Like, if, if they're going to be like that, then then damn, bro. Like, what? I showed up, bro. I'm 30 minutes late. Come on. So, anyways, I end up showing up at 9, bro. Like, the bus took forever. I'm an hour late. And I'm walking into the entrance of Machu Picchu, the actual town. And the guy's like, give me your passport. You know, I'm like, oh, fuck. This guy's going to totally reject me. And uh, And he's actually like, you're late. And I'm just like, I just stayed quiet. And I looked at him with like eyes that I would have looked at my first girlfriend with. And he's just like, go. <laughs> and I was like, thank you, bro. Thank you. And I walked in and I'm freaking out, guys. And, um, you know, I just want to backtrack the bus ride, that little bus ride that I'm telling you. When you're going up to the actual like town of Machu Picchu, um, 
you you feel like you're in Jurassic Park. I don't know if you've ever seen that original film when they're like walking in and they're on the bus. Like you you literally like see birds flying through mountains and the greenery is just phenomenal. It's like raining at least once a day, so it has just this glisten to it. And you would you would you would just be on the bus with everyone else with your jaw dropped and you're just like looking around like I cannot wait to get to this little hidden town that's somewhere in between these mountains. And the greenery again is just phenomenal, like phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. And like I, I didn't I didn't think that mountains could be that green and that pure. And I don't even think it's preserved. I think it's just the way the temperature is and the climate and and everything about it. And I can see why the Incas were like, this is where we're going to build a home and this is where we're going to bring stone and this is where we're going to construct something that can last hundreds of years and have thousands of visitors every day and still, still be in great condition. Um, nonetheless, when I got there, I was overwhelmed of walking in. I'm just like trying to find the balance between enjoying it while not feeling like I need to record everything. And that's a hard thing for a digital creator is like, you just feel like you got to catch everything on your phone to share with people, which is very selfless. But in the meantime, you're not very present to the moment, right? And you're, it's not like you're going to watch the videos later, maybe one, but you, you're going to miss the moment, you know, kind of like the people at concerts that film things. It's like, you're not going to watch it. You're just doing that to show others, which is nice. And while at the same time stroke your own ego, but you're missing the moment. You're missing the moment. And so I was trying to find that balance when I was walking in and I did, I did. And I didn't start recording till later. It took me about, you know, 20 minutes. And I was just like, man, thank you, God. This is everything I would have ever wanted. And I saw this sign that said, uh, Vista Superior Machu Picchu. And I was like, oh, cool, which in English is like superior view of Machu Picchu. And I was like, of course. And so that everyone knows, like the iconic picture of Machu Picchu is just like 25% of it, like what you see in that picture. There's like this whole booming town there that you know you don't really see unless you go to a youtube video that they walks through it or something but the place is massive it, it, it really is a big 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 town uh considering how you know much of the picture you know that that classic machu picchu and i have it on my instagram too like it's way more than that and so i was like superior view like man i'd love to see that so I went to this like security guard who has had a desk uh, so that you can walk up that hike. And I'm thinking like, it's going to be 10 minutes. Guys, this hike took me two hours. Okay. And this is the meat of my story. Cause I, I gosh, I would love to go long on this podcast, but I, I just want to honor the, the power of short messages. And I've always wanted to be that way. Um, but this is the real meat of it all. Like the guy lets me in and I go on this hike and I have one empanada in my bag and about nine ounces of water. And I'm thinking like, you know, there's going to be snack bars there, you know, and there is, but not where I was. <laughs> and I didn't know what I got myself into, but evidently I hiked to the highest point in the Andean mountains in that region of Machu Picchu in my fucking converse. And I had no idea how long it was going to take. And usually hikes you're calculated right like you know how long it's going to take you know like you study it before i was just like oh yeah next corner next corner i'm gonna take some pics you know <laughs> and it never came it never came and um i want to say about an hour in i had a mini panic attack because there was no one on the trail february is the least populated month for machu picchu 
and only very fit fit people walk that trail so i was literally by myself and i was just like oh my gosh like i have to walk down this mountain too <laughs> like and there's no like there's nobody here you know and uh i'm losing signal and what if it rains and i don't want to fucking turn back because man how beautiful is that view gonna be and in that moment i just kind of hugged not hugged but i grabbed uh, this tree branch because the walk is literally like guys it's like like you can just die you know if you slip i mean i don't want to make it that dramatic but like because there's space but like two people can walk shoulder to shoulder next to each other and they'll be fine but not three like that's how narrow it is and then the, and then there's the end like the, if you <laughs> if the third person was there they'd fall off the mountain and die so it's like it's it's not like it's not like your local park you know it's 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 fucking really hiking and i'm just fit i'm not an experienced hiker i got no cliff bars no i just have an empanada my water my converse sneakers and my heart <laughs> that's it and i grabbed this tree and i and i let out like some anxiety tears bro and i just called upon the strength of like some people that have died in my life that i love and and i was just like man like let's go and i started making content and that made me feel better i started recording myself but i was very nervous for like 20 minutes in that in that trip and the rest of the time i calmed down i felt this spirit presence come over me let me know it was going to be okay and thankfully about 30 minutes left in the trip some guy was walking down <laughs> and i see him and i'm like this guy's not peruvian this guy's from the fucking states i see it in his energy his face i can see it in that guy's shoulders he's like what's up bro i'm like oh i felt so good he's like you're almost there dude yep keep pushing bro i was like dude that's the best this guy's from fucking like north michigan i'm like dude you you just saved a man's life he's like you're almost there champ yeah you got this bro he like dabs me and he keeps walking by i'm like are you an angel holy shit so that felt good and uh we made it to the top and there were other foreigners there <laughs> some guys from australia and i think sweden and they were just chilling there taking pics and they got some pics of me and i made it to the top um of that mountain and the view see the thing is you're in the clouds right so like you're literally like in the clouds when you get there like you you could just like walk out there and, and you and you feel like there's like a barbecue like the smoke around you you know you're just like putting your hand in it it's like oh my gosh like i am in the cloud like here's the cloud cloud come over me like that's how it feels and um i don't even know how high it is i, I want to say it's like twelve thousand feet i don't know bro it's like it's like six thousand meters so you do the math but uh i was just i was just in awe and um you know, I, I probably spent about 20 minutes there, ate my empanada. Uh, it was so good. And then I just kept chewing coca leaves and I made my, my way back down the mountain. Um, the message, guys, uh, <sighs> the message I think that I, that I am receiving and that I received um, quite literally uh you know, there's a few. There's a few messages that I can tell you um, that I got, and my whole reason for for wanting to to, to go to Machu Picchu was to receive, because I felt like there was something there for me, and, and not just to Machu Picchu, but to Cusco, to Peru, uh, but specifically to 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 that wonder of the world. Um, 
and I think, I think the message I want to share with you again, just like several little gleanings I had uh, through the whole trip. There was one part in the trip where on the way back down the mountain, I, um, I was pretty content that I hadn't like had any injuries or fallen. And just when I had that thought a couple minutes later, I actually slipped and I fell on my wrist and my wrist had already been hurting me a lot. And, uh, I like re-injured it. And, um, I remember just thinking like, I don't know if you've ever talked to the universe or to God and you were just like, fuck you. You know, have, have you ever felt like that? It's like, I, I, I did all this work. I did all these things. And the only part of my body that's injured is my wrist. And I'm having this beautiful time. And I just think about how I haven't had any accidents since I was on this trek. And two minutes later, I slip out of nowhere. I don't know how I slipped. And I only fell on one thing. And it was my right wrist to hold myself up. The very wrist that was injured that was almost ready to heal, I re-slipped and I re-injured it. And it was in so much pain on the way down the mountain. And here I am like, oh, fuck you. You know, like kind of like, what are the odds of this? What are the odds of this happening to me? Fuck. And I'm like holding my wrist, like cursing the heavens, right? And I just kept walking and uh, it just came over me. And the thought that came over me was like, I'm just going to keep moving. And that's the way it's going to (laughs) be. That was the thought I had. I'm just going to keep walking and keep moving. And I guess this is the way it's going to be. And it was like this moment of like, man, that is so fucked up. But I accept it. And I'm okay with it. And that's really like, I don't even know how to present that to you guys. Um, But I think it, for me, it was just like swallowing fully everything in my life that's happened that I didn't deserve. And that it was like not even related to me and I had nothing to do with it and it wasn't my fault. Like think about all these things that have happened to us that it shouldn't have happened. Like, we shouldn't have had to have gone through that. Like they should have been there or that shouldn't have happened. Or why did they cheat? Or why did I have to show up then? Or why did I see that? Or why did they do that to me? Or why did they say that? Or why did they die? Or why weren't they there? And like, if you really analyze it, it's not fair. Like it's, it shouldn't be like that. People should be better. And especially if we were good to them or if if they didn't play their part. And it was just like, it's just like knowing and, and swallowing the fact that like, such is life. Like, yeah, this that's how life is. Not all the time, but that's going to happen to not just you, but to everyone else. And I'm just going to keep moving and I'm just going to accept it. And it's okay. <laughs> and and I don't know if you're with me on this, guys. But like, because it sounds so basic, right? At a fundamental level, what I'm saying. But there's so much wisdom in it, if you're able to see it. Because there's something in your life right now that you're not accepting. And, and, you're, and you're still like fighting and you're wanting it to be different. Or you're like wishing it was another way. And it's like, why don't you just stop the fight? Why don't you just stop fighting it? 
Let's just let it be. It's the way it is. I wish it wasn't. Wish it didn't happen. Why don't you just say like, I swallow it completely. I just let them be them. I just let it be the way it wants to be. I just release it completely. I just let it all fucking go. And it hurts me so much. I'm in pain. I wish it wasn't. I can't believe it's like this. I I can't believe I have to do that. But it's just like, I'm going to keep moving. I accept it 100%. And I wish it wasn't like that. But I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. And it doesn't mean you give up. But it means you surrender it. There's a difference. You're unattached. It's the way it's going to be. I'm just going to keep moving. And that's the message that I got, guys. (laughs) As I walked in pain down the mountain after having had such an incredible experience. And uh, I bring that to you. And um, I hope that it helps you with something in your life right now. I really do. And uh, I hope this message can speak to you. And um, sometimes we want wisdom, we want to receive, and uh, we want it to be painless. You know, like, I'll just just go to Machu Picchu and there'll be like this moment where I'm under the tree and the truth comes to me. But sometimes, and such is life, you only learn and gain wisdom in your suffering and pain. And so if you want depth, then you must go in deep waters that are uncomfortable. And for me, quite literally... I fell in my wrist in pain to learn the lesson that will help me get out of pain. (laughs) So I hope that helps, guys. I hope that helps. And I hope you visit Machu Picchu and the sacredness and holiness and divine energy of that place. And that you too would receive a message that you need for your life when you're there. Until... Next time, my friends, thank you for listening to this episode titled Machu.